You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. To the cheese heads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. If this season gives me one thing, it better be a defense that is not coordinated by Joe Barry next year. That's, that's it. I just, they are bottom of the league. You don't even need to see the stats. You can eye test it. They're obviously bottom of the league. I mean, what is happening? We said going into this, this um game where like the Vikings are gonna have their entire play sheet like open. They're gonna be able to run the ball, they're gonna be pass the ball. They were able to do whatever they wanted against this defense. It was easy. Everything was easy. Right. Like you shut them down on first and second and it's like third and fifteen and it's like here's 16 yards. Just how many third and eights did Kirk convert? All of them. All of yeah. That's what it felt like. like perfect on third down i mean come on man what are we doing like actually on defense what are we doing because once again they couldn't stop anything and you can say oh they kind of stopped the run they were okay stopping the run i don't care like i respectfully don't care that you were like okay against the run if once again you let the vikings convert literally every single third down Right, and the Vikings are perfectly okay with 62 rushing yards if they're getting 297 yards through the air. Like, everybody's going to take that trade. And, uh, like, it, okay, right, we knew, like, in a Cosmics, the stars aligned way that the Vikings didn't have a rushing touchdown all season, and the second they came to Green Bay, they were going to score their first rushing touchdown. Like, there was no doubt that that was going to happen on Sunday. <laughs> it just... And I've seen, you know, like we've talked about this philosophy, right, for Joe Barry, where it's like, keep it in front of you, let them dink and dunk their way down the field. No, no, right. Your defense do that. The Vikings had the ball for 13 more minutes than the Packers. And how are you setting a young offense up to be successful if the ball is not going into their hands? And yes, there were times where there were forced turnovers and the offense couldn't get anything going. So it's not all on the defense. 
but it absolutely is on the it's third and 11 and all of a sudden here's 14 yards it's the chunk plays it's the just this long sustained drives of course your defense is going to get gassed of course you know and the vikings are absolutely going to take what you give them if your whole play is i'm not going to give up a 50 yard touchdown but i'm going to give up 13 yards every single play so they take more time off the clock every team is going to say yeah we'll take that trade like we yeah. don't need the 70 yard bomb of course we'll just dink and dunk for 11 12 13, 11 yeah the packers haven't had a turnover in how many games you mean like an interception yeah they're like averse to turnovers they sacked kirk three times okay they recovered that fumble yeah but, sure but but no, I know what you I mean. Just, like, I, I don't know. I just, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for this defense to do something. I'm just, I'm waiting for this defense to do something for this team. And they are just below average. Everything feels super easy for the other team. They don't play hard. They're allergic to pass breakups. You know, like you watch the Vikings team against this Packers offense and they are fighting hard for the ball. They rally to the football. I mean, you watched what's his face pluck the ball out of Jaden Reed's hands. When was the last time you watched a Packers defender do something like that? Yeah. And you know, and, and this isn't to say that there aren't individual guys on the defensive side of the ball that I think are playing really hard and really Rashawn. fast. Rashawn. Preston <laughs> Smith had an awesome game. Kenny is always doing his best. Rasul has been all right. He's been up and down. TJ Slayton had a great game. Colby Wooden had a great game. Colby Wooden blocked a field goal. That's sick. Quay Walker is literally a one-man defense. If we had 11 Quay Walkers, this team would be great. (laughs) I just like the, 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 I'm going back to my chef. That this, to me, the chef has the ingredients and he is just a bad cook. There's too much salt and not enough garlic. And he's overdoing the tomatoes. And he doesn't know when to take the, the pan off the fryer. It's just, it's bad. It's just the person orchestrating is doing a poor job with what he's being given for the umpteenth time. I'm so sick of watching the same shit every single weekend, every single weekend, every single team that goes up against the Packers does the same shit against them. And it always works Mm -hmm. like clear out, not just Joe Barry, clear out the whole staff, get rid of Jerry Montgomery, get rid of all of them, bring in a whole new slate of people. I'm so over it. Bring in someone who's damn aggressive, who can look at this secondary and say, hmm, we're going to play aggressive because y'all are man corners. Like, what are we doing here? And again, like, we can talk about Jerry really quick because I'm really disappointed in my man. (laughs) But, like, it just just goes back to the defensive coordinator. 
It always has. And again, like last season, they went on that great run. And I we said it over and over again. Turnovers will be a Band-Aid for bad scheme forever. Yeah. And it kept Joe Barry his job because they looked good. And it looks good when you're taking the ball away. Of course it does. But it's fluky as hell because they're not taking the ball away and they look bad. Yeah, and I mean, we've we've always said, like, the asterisk here, of course, is that, like, Joe Barry is not missing tackles. Like, Joe Barry's not on the field against Bijan Robinson. But what Joe Barry is doing is he's calling the personnel that is in those situations. Like, he's calling two defensive linemen at the goal line. I think it was Larry McCarron, like, on the radio broadcast, said, like, I'm not really sure why the Packers are in nickel right now. Like, <laughs> like when your own paid broadcasters are questioning the decisions that you're making – and I just, I, I, I don't understand again why these changes don't happen. And I'm not advocating like for a midseason firing. I don't think the Packers do that, but like everything is like, we got to watch the film. We got to make adjustments. There are no adjustments. So is it because you're that set in your ways or like your adjustments that you made are so minute that, that like we don't recognize them because there's just not. There is a solution. It's you keep playing like this and you keep losing football games and then, you know, it is what it is, but there's just no outcome for this, this defense. And it's, it, again, it becomes hard to evaluate some of your young guys like Rashawn Gary got paid. You have a really expensive defense on paper. Are you going to keep all of those players? Like what, like what is the purpose of having all these pieces if they're not being utilized effectively? Yes. You keep you investing in- pick after pick on in the first round on defensive pieces and your defensive coordinator can't do anything with them. So what's the point of drafting them? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're literally going to Whole Foods and you're paying like $150 for your groceries and then bringing it to some schmuck at a stand on the side of the road. Like that's what you're doing. It is such a waste (laughs) <laughs> the defense is the lettuce that you bought at Whole Foods that's rotting in your fridge while you get DoorDash because you don't want to oh, eat the lettuce. <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. I do think I, I agree with you, though. Like, mid-season fire I don't think does anything. Like, if I thought that it did, I would say I just don't think it does anything. It doesn't do anything for the that side of the ball, it's not positive for morale. It's not positive for the locker room. Like, it's just, who would you bring in? You, you know, it, it's, if you really, really want someone good, you're waiting until the end of the season anyway to see who gets fired. It's it's not. It, it's too it's early just, to make a decision. It's too early, but it's shitty to watch. It just sucks to watch. Um And I agree with you. It sucks to watch like a whole season's worth of just like good guys get like kind of their time wasted. Yep. I mean, we talked about the defense was going to be 
you know, kind of the stars of the show this season, right? Not to throw out the excuse, but younger offense having to develop, needing time to develop chemistry. Defense is going to keep you in games. And for the most part, the defense has, yes, kept them in manageable situations. But for every opportunity that they give the offense, they're also letting an offense march down the field and score points on them. So, like, they're not dominant in the ways that they need to be dominant or effective in the ways that they need to be effective to truly be helping their young offense like a fumble recovery once a game doesn't do enough to change the trajectory or give your your young offense support when you're letting you know you're like hey we're in a third and long like this is the moment and then here's 15 yards and the drive keeps going you know like it's just again evaluation how many times have we said it like take a shot guys listening every time you hear us say the word evaluation like literally you just can't evaluate an offense or a quarterback when he's not on the field getting opportunities. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, it's not just, you know, we keep talking about evaluation and it's not even just an evaluation for the offense. Like it's an evaluation year for LVN and Devontae Wyatt and Quay and like the safety group. And like, it's an evaluation for everyone. And once again, like if you're not being put in a position to succeed, then you're not getting the proper opportunity and that sucks. Like, that sucks for everyone. God, this team is a mess. I did not think it would be this bad. No, I think we all kind of got bamboozled because we had on paper again, like, the pieces are there on paper. And it's just a jumbled mess. It's like it's like somebody accidentally let the the paper go through the shredder. And now you're trying to, like, tape all the individual lines back together to make something readable again. And I... Like Matt Lafleur, whoever's got the tape, I don't think one person can tape this back together. And unfortunately, I also don't think that Matt Lafleur's coordinators are like. I think the tape is sticking to their hands, and they just are not actually helping that much trying to put this back together. They're like paper mache right now. They just like don't know what to it's just do. Just wet and soggy. How many analogies can we use in this one episode? <laughs> We've got wilted lettuce. We've got tape hands. Let's. 